Yes, and both of us are awaiting your home improvement type of questions, whatever they may be. If you have a project in mind, maybe you're in the middle of something and need some help, uh, by all means. Call us if you'd like to chat with Andy. That'd be great if it's easier for you to just to send your home improvement questions via text. Either way, it's the same number, 651-461-9226. Good morning to you, Andy. I hope you had a good week. I did have a great week, Denny. How was your How was your week? Filled with snow removal, <laughs> like everybody else. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but it it, it worked yeah. out. Life is life is good. But uh, we uh, this has been quite a year, and I'm sure that uh, you don't. I don't have to tell you that you and your crews have uh, had quite uh, quite the seasons, haven't you? Yeah, you know, um, we were hoping to get a lot more work done in the, the month of February than we've been able to complete so far. But uh, the uh, the amount of snow and we had some cold earlier in the year. It's been it's been a rough year, but uh, we're getting our way through it. And um, boy, we've been in our fair share of attics too, Denny. Uh, that's one thing that this uh, this weather really highlights is when when houses fail or you have attic failure or or you just have uh, some some heat loss going on there. This this amount of snow that goes on the roofs. There's a lot more people dealing with ice dams that have never dealt with ice dams before. I, I just I'm hearing that over and over and over again but i've never had an ice dam there before well i've never had an ice dam there before well you know if you've only been in your house the last couple three years uh this is a different winter than we've had the last couple ones and and i i was noticing that uh, some questions during the week now long before the show today uh people were asking and we've heard the question too you have uh, about the weight they're concerned about all the weight of the snow on our roofs in this part of the country is it, you know the, should they be nervous people about that you know uh, for the most part no but if you have a tremendous amount of ice dams up on your roof or anything like that that that's causing extra weight to be up there then yeah then 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 you should and if if you haven't had your attic insulation inspected or your attic inspected i wouldn't be afraid to get my peek my head up in there but for the most part our roofs are built to handle a really heavy snow load it's pretty rare that i get into an attic and find out that it's the weight of the snow that's causing problems. Ice and water, whole different story. But snow load, um, usually not a problem. But if you have a lot of ice on your roof or, you know, I, I've told the story, I, I bet you, uh, oh, every Saturday for the last eight, I'm guessing, uh, that, that, you know, we've been on roofs where the, the water is, is almost knee deep, mid-calf deep behind underneath the snow. So after you get through the snow, you're still talking, you know, 10 to 14 inches of water that's a lot of weight. That's more weight than the actual snow is, and that can be troublesome, not only with leaking, but with just the the, the overall weight causing problems. You started uh, the show talking about uh, visiting uh, people's uh, various attics uh, that have failed. What, what kind of failure are we talking about? Besides ice dams, what, what, what have you seen? Well, for the most part, it's the attic air sealing that is done improperly. Um, you know, the levels of insulation vary from attic to attic, but the amount of heat loss that's getting from your house into your attic, that's where the problems really start to happen. You know, imagine warm air meeting a cold surface, condensation is going to happen. The condensation turns to frost, and as it warms up, and we, we had some nicer days there, you know, I uh, one of my estimators was in an attic that was literally raining. That's how much frost had accumulated on on that on that rooftop, and as it warms up, that frost starts to melt. And as you know, anytime your insulation gets wet, Denny, 
that that's going to low, not only lower the R value of that insulation, the the chances for mold and things of that nature that can happen really really start to increase, and you can't really dry that stuff out. So now you're left with because you you know what, what might have been you know a two or three thousand dollar fix turns out to be an entire attic redo where you have to take out all of the insulation and then go from there. Uh, speaking of that, there was an, a text earlier this morning about that very thing about uh, – actually, the question was, and I can't reach it now – about uh, uh, foaming an attic. Uh, after that process is done, what kind of insulation do you, meaning Linda's, like to put on top of that foam insulation? Uh, typically, we're going to blow cellulose in over the top. You know, it, you have to go a little bit more cellulose to get to the desired R value than fiberglass – but I just I, I like some of the other attributes when it comes to cellulose. As cellulose starts to settle a little bit, I, it creates a little bit of a crust. It's harder for air to move through that. And two, the, the, the fire retardant that's put on cellulose is a natural rodent deterrent. And when you've been in as many attics as I have, and over half of them have had some type of rodent in it, you start to factor those things in. Remember, there's air movement in in your house and if and especially if you don't have any spray foam underneath it imagine all of that rodent droppings and everything else that's in your attic is the air the air is passing through that as it comes into your house if you're feeling drafts come out of your wall that's exactly what's happening and more often than not when we get into attics whether it's raccoons squirrels mice rats you name it we've uh, we've come bats my goodness uh i was in whether it's raccoons, squirrels, mice, rats, you name it. We've uh, we've come bats. My goodness. Uh, I was in one attic, Denny, and, and, my, and my salesman has sent me oh, at least a dozen pictures where it looks like uh, the bat droppings are a layer of insulation. That's, oh. that's how many bats were in there. Not healthy. Oh. Not healthy at all. Uh, the other question. Good, good for the, the mosquitoes, other... but that's about it. <laughs> Uh, as far as fiberglass, the, the other uh, listener, the other question about why, why not fiberglass instead of cellulose? Well, I just think the air moves way too much through fiberglass. Again, um, you don't have that natural rodent deterrent that's in there. And if if you get really heavy winds, I've seen it where air got into the attic intake and blown all of that fiberglass to one side of the attic. I've never seen that happen really with cellulose. Hmm. Interesting. I'll tell you what, I know we have to break, but I want to grab a phone call before we do. I think Dean's calling in from Carver uh, this morning. Dean, thank you for calling. What's your question for Andy? Hi, good morning. Uh, recently in our kitchen, we had a dishwasher drain tube come loose. Uh, we had about, a, I think, two loads before we recognized that it was spewing water out um, behind the cabinets. Uh, they took up about three feet by three feet of our um, Bruce hardwood floor, um, and it was wrecked, so they're going to have to try to replace that. The insurance company is saying that they will try to work with a contractor to put in um, flooring that looks as close as possible and then sand down the entire floor, restain it so it all matches. Uh, first question I've got, um, it's Bruce hardwood. It's not really hardwood. It's a thin sliver of hardwood on top of composite can mm -hmm. they actually sand that down and you know get it back to 
um, looking, you know, just perfect and, you know, because it's so thin, can they even sand it? Uh, you know, I'm not familiar. I have not tried um, to sand that product, but that's that's one of the downfalls of products like that. Uh, Denny, you and I have, have, have talked about well, actual hardwood is, is more expensive. Right. But the nice part about the hardwood is you can refinish it, you know, five, six, seven, eight times. And when I say refinish it, I, I, I was in one house on the West Metro, Denny, all hardwood floors, four dogs for three years, tore this house up. I mean, it looked terrible. And and we refinished and sanded all of the hardwood throughout, and it looked brand new. I don't, depending on, on, on how much of a layer has to get, get off, if you're just taking the finish off, you might be okay. But I, I would have a feeling that if you talk to your insurance company with a contractor, you're able to test that out ahead of time and find out before you go too far into the process. Um. And, and, and more more than likely, the insurance company might not just understand what type of flooring you have in there. So if you're able to show them that you cannot sand that product, they'll have to make an adjustment to their claim. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I'm not sure either. It's almost like a veneer. Um I tell you what, Lister, I'm getting a signal here. We need to take a break. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, now's your chance. Don't wait. You can call Andy or uh, send a text. Either way, 651-461-9226. Brand new temperature reading here in the Twin Cities, 8 above. It's now 8 degrees, and we're heading today near 28, but even warmer tomorrow, near 36. But rain is likely. We'll talk about that when we bring in that forecast coming up in a matter of minutes here on News Talk 830 WCCO. Glad you're back with us here on a Saturday morning. This is the 25th of February, and it's 8 above zero. Denny Long here, along with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. You want to get in touch with those uh, those good folks, you can get online, lindisconstruction.com, 844-9-LINDIS is the easiest number to remember. Of course, we have a number as well. If you want to call in your home improvement question or send a text, that is 651-461-9226. Andy, let's grab a phone call. Karen is calling in from, I think, Wyndham. Minnesota this morning. Thank you, Karen. What is your question this morning? Good morning, guys. During this last morning. storm, with its extremely high winds, the range vent was extremely noisy, banging around in the wind. It's in a vaulted ceiling, so it only it really doesn't go through an attic space, but it comes out the roof. Is there an easy solution for that banging? Um, I would be willing to bet that maybe the, the, there's a, see, there's a flap on most brone vents that, and a brone vent is what range, the, the range vent tops out on, on the roof. And those can become damaged at times and high winds can either put them shut or, um, can, can just make them where they flap willy nilly. Now, if you can get up there and look at it, it might've been just the high wind and then it's okay. But I'm guessing that's the noise that you heard, something inside there. And it can be, it's an easy fix for a roofer. But uh, for the average do-it-yourselfer, if you've never done any type of roof venting, I, more often than not, there's more damage that can be caused than, than good. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't. 
be afraid to have a, a roofer come out and take a look at the actual vent and make sure that it's still in good shape. Great. Thank you. All right, Karen, yep. good luck with that. Thanks for the call. Karen leaves that line open, 651-461-9226. Texter asked this of Andy Lindis, how does Inseltex house rep compare to Tyvek? Well, uh, as far as the house wrap is concerned, uh, very similar uh, perm rating and, and things of that nature. The big difference between Inseltex and Tyvek is if Tyvek somehow also had an R6 insulation, then they'd be the same. Um, they're very similar in thicknesses. Uh, the Inseltex house wrap is five millimeters thick, so it's uh, you can put it on without having to build out your windows and. So it's like adding a. It's not that much more expensive than 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 Tyvek, and you're adding an R6 insulation to your walls. We have hundreds of customers we've used it on throughout the throughout the metro. Almost every single siding project that we install has Inseltex house wrap on it, and it's a fantastic product. Is that where is that made uh, around? That's not made around here. Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. All right, but you've talked about it for years. We have, uh, you know, we discovered this product uh, years ago, and uh, we've we've been using it ever since. Had its troubles, you know, um, over over the years uh, with the Federal Trade Commission. There was a there was a lawsuit against Inseltex for inflated R values, but uh, they won that lawsuit, being that there was zero consumer complaints, and the uh, expert witness uh, was employed by the competition, i.e., people like Tyvek. Um, so that, uh, that's all gone away and thank goodness, because it's just one of those products that I wish more and more people would use. It's starting to be more widely used around the country. And again, hundreds of customers, uh, if not thousands of customers around the, around the country that have used it and zero consumer complaints. And I can tell you, um, I have it in my own home and it does make a difference and it allows you to actually do like two by four construction and meet the codes that are necessary because with two by four construction, there's not enough insulation in the walls in order to get to the desired R value that you need to on on exterior walls. Glad they're still around. Um, I'm getting a signal here. Let's uh, grab another phone call. Andy, Jim's calling in from Chanhassen this morning. Uh, thank you, Jim. What is your question for Andy Lindis? Yes. Good morning. I really appreciate your show. You do that. You guys do great work. Andy, we've got uh, what are called aluminum roof turbine vents on the top of our roof, and they're near okay. the peak of the roof. And with this weather that we've had and lots of snow, I looked up there the other day, and the, the roof turbine vents were completely covered with snow. And because of that, wind and snow have blown into the vent areas and landed in the attic. Now, is there any way to raise those up so that they have more of a space between the roof and, you know, the top of the turbine so that they don't stop running and gather um, uh, gather snow into the roof line? What would you suggest about doing about that? Well, um, I'm, I can tell you this. I've never willingly installed a turbine vent i for our area of the world because of this that it happens can you build it up yes but still rain can blow in there and 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 it really doesn't make much of a difference until it gets over like 13 14 miles an hour uh, of wind for that turbine to really take effect so i think there's better ways of venting out your roof 
Um, and I would look at changing out the actual turbine vents to either box vents. You might have to add a couple of more. But remember, um, that way, you, you know, think of your attic as this. You're trying to get the hot air out. Where's the hot air going to go? Up. So you don't typically, if, if the attic is done right and you have the right amount of intake, you don't need extra help to help pull that air out. So if you can figure out a way to design your attic to do that, you're going to be much better off and you won't be dealing with these issues. And the for for, for what you just said is why I stay away from the, the turbine vents. All right. Love those ridge vents. Yes, sir. You guys put that in our house several years ago. It works really well. I'll tell you what. I'm getting a signal, another one yet. Uh, we're going to have a look at that forecast. So hang on, Andy. We'll have about another half hour of the show to go. Uh, if you have any kind of a home improvement question, we welcome yours, again, either by phone or by text, 651-461-9226. Forecast straight ahead here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show. We are here every Saturday, thanks to Linda's Construction. Nine o'clock hour, we welcome your phone calls and text messages with those home improvement questions for uh, Andy Lindis today, as uh, usual. Here's our phone number again. It's also the text number, 651-461-9226. As a text, uh, interesting question. I think it's interesting because things do change over time, especially when it comes to uh, home improvement supplies. Saxter says, Andy, we had someone come out in the past year from Lindis, got an estimate on a deck railing replacement. You think uh, we would need a new estimate? They didn't say when, but uh, you get the question. Um, You know, I would anticipate probably not. But with the way we work, we we keep everything, and everything is is done on our on our computer system. So you should be able to just call your estimator, and if any adjustment on the pricing needs to happen, it can all be done over the phone, and probably takes about ten minutes. But uh, it should in in and that adjustment is going to be pretty minor, would be my guess. Not without understanding exactly when you got your estimate. Uh, just trying to think off the top of my head with the railing systems when the last price increase was. It. You know, there might be a little bit of an increase, but you shouldn't need to get a whole new estimate. Just give us a call and we'll adjust it. Yeah, eight four four nine Lindis is uh, is the easiest number to remember. Uh, now, Andy, I've always liked to ask you this because I know you've uh, you have more crew now. But if folks want to get a new deck installed before uh, you know fall and winter coming up, uh, can they do it yet? Absolutely. Um, and, uh, if you, if you are looking at getting a new deck and you want to enjoy it the majority of the summer, I would, uh, make a move soon. Um, I'm anticipating our, our deck crews will get booked up. We're always growing and, and, and trying to get better and more efficient. Having said that, it's, uh, it's pretty rare that we get into April, May 
where people can sign up for a deck and have it done before, you know, August, September. All right. Excellent. Uh, this texter, Andy, says uh, they want to put new siding on a 60-year-old cabin that has original wood siding, no insulation in the walls. They ask, do you recommend putting LP vinyl uh, over existing wood siding or tear off and then insulating the walls? Also, how long does painted LP last before it has to be painted again? A couple of questions there. Um, well, de- depending on the, the finish of the LP, not all LP finishes are created equal. Um, the diamond coat and the LP expert finish, you know, worst case scenario, 25 years down the road, you have to repaint them. And um, LP is not vinyl. Those are two separate uh, products, just, uh, just so you know. And I would not put LP or vinyl over the top of anything. But that's me. Can you do a vinyl maybe over the top of your existing wood? Yes, after you, you do a house wrap. But again, when you're, when you're considering redoing this part of your home, one of those things that one of the things that we always find, or not always, but more often than not, that we find when we remove the old siding from a house, is rotten wood, and it also gives us a chance to inspect any of the weak points, any of the flashings, things things of that nature. So, giving us the best shot at making this the last siding that ever has to go on this house, and if the walls aren't insulated, I'm, I'm pretty sure you're you're answering your own question there. Just think of the money that that you can save. If you're able to insulate those walls, or better yet, insulate those walls, put on the Insultex house wrap with an R6 LP over the top, you're going to have a pretty efficient cabin. Yeah, nice and cozy, for sure. Uh, we're getting a couple of uh, comments about, uh, we had a question earlier, because she just joined us, about uh, uh, sanding and staining uh, a floor, a um, would you call it a manufactured wood floor, Andy? What would you call it? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so it's a small piece of hardwood over the top of a composite board or particle board, and um, is how I would describe it. I'm not as familiar with the Bruce flooring mm-hmm. as some of the other ones. My brother has uh, a, a manufactured floor in his basement, and I, I've used some of the composite materials, but never the Bruce flooring. One listener said they had uh, they did their floor and it looked great. Another listener said they had uh, they had it uh, said it can be refinished twice. They've done it once in twenty years and it looks great. So, to that uh, listener, uh, looks pretty positive. So it looks like you can get that repair done, and uh, all the matching color and the stain would uh, would look pretty good. So that's that's great. Another listener, <clears throat> excuse me, another listener wants to know, Andy, what are your uh, top three go-to window brands, and you've talked about that in the past. Uh, yes, for for me, the Infinity Window by Marvin is our our go-to brand. Um, all the testing, everything that we've done, the lack of warranty claims that we've had on it, the way my installers like to install it, the how it comes from the factory, where literally ninety nine percent of the windows that we get from from the Infinity people come the way they are supposed to and i i know it doesn't sound like a big deal but when you've ordered windows from i don't know 15 16 different manufacturers over the years you start to really appreciate when people ship things the right way and ship out whole orders more importantly uh, our favorite vinyl window is going to be the season guard window and uh, more often than not if we're going to be doing any type of full wood replacement windows it's the ultimate window by marvin we've also used the uh, 400 series by anderson 
on a regular basis, and we used to use the Designer Series by Pella on a regular basis, but we've had uh, more warranty issues with that brand than, than, than the others. But for us, Marvin Ultimate, Marvin Infinity, and, and the Season Guard window are our three favorite windows because they're the most durable windows on the market and have some of the best energy ratings that we can put in, in people's homes, especially in the Minnesota area. Yeah, great stuff, great products. Speaking of windows, there's a text a listener wants to know, is con- they have condensation on some of their windows. Is that normal is the question. Uh, yes and no. Um, we see it all the time, but what, one thing you have to remember is the condensation is happening for a couple of different reasons. One, your window, the inside pane, isn't nearly as warm as it maybe it should be. Two, you have a higher humidity level in your home than you should be, and maybe and maybe just getting some air movement in that room can get rid of the condensation. Now, what that frost and condensation on the windows can do and this is why it should be removed and dried quickly, it's, this is what leads to rotten out windows, having to refinish the sashes, the, the black stains on the wood. All of that comes from this time of year when windows start to frost up. So if you can remove that and make sure that that doesn't happen, you're going to be better off. But more often than not, when people have frosty windows and frosty um, you know, frames um, and condensation on the windows, something's going wrong in the house. It's a bad glass or you just got too much humidity. Having said that, patio doors are uh, one of those areas, uh, sliding patio doors when it gets really cold, especially below zero, um, those track systems are one area that have a tendency to, to frost no matter the brand. Well, the track system does, huh? Yeah, that uh, that entry level, that that entry point, uh, it just lends itself to a little bit more air infiltration than than other brands and other types of uh, doors and sliding patio doors, um, except for some pocket vinyl ones. But again, the longevity of those working and, and lasting, especially if it's used a lot, there's everything has its drawbacks. But patio doors are always uh, are the big bugaboo. We're trying to figure out the best way to do them and find the brand and no one makes a perfect one yet what uh, should i know we have to take a break here momentarily uh what what this time of year specifically what again should the uh, uh humidity re- readings be where should you keep it as far as condensation on uh, windows you know uh around that 30 percent mark um i have my home set at 40 percent, but it's a very well insulated home and i have infinity windows by marvin in most of the spots uh when i say most of the spots remember my house is a test house so i think there's i'm down to six manufacturers right now of windows and three of doors so um you know, having a little bit of air infiltration and see what can condensate isn't a bad thing in, in my world because I, I do want to see all these things last. But I keep mine at 40% and don't have any condensation issues. Um, but as it gets way below zero, sometimes the recommendation is like, like if it's like 20 below, it's in the teens where you want your, your humidity mm-hmm. in the house to be on the safe side when it comes to condensation. Now, I never move mine that low. My, my dehumidifier is set at 40%, um, you know, pretty much year-round. All right. I didn't realize you should uh, keep it that low. Some recommendations that low during real cold weather. All right, Dave, really let's do this. Like, yeah. Uh, we won't be having cold weather for a while, thank goodness. Uh, uh, we'll uh, 
continue to give you that forecast throughout the weekend, as we always do. We'll take this quick break. Again, we have time for your home improvement questions. We'll grab some more texts when we come back. 651-461-9226. It's the Home Improvement Show here on CCO. Uh, Denny, along with Andy Lindis, and again, you want to get in touch with uh, the Lindis Construction folks. Maybe you need some new insulation. Maybe you want to get that new deck. 844-9-LINDIS. 844-9-LINDIS. The Lindis Construction folks, maybe you need some new insulation. Maybe you want to get that new deck. 844-9-LINDIS. 844-9-LINDIS. Back with more here on News Talk 830. This is WCCO. Good morning. Welcome back to our home improvement show here on CCO, brought to us by Lindis Construction. Andy Lindis doing the answering of those home improvement questions today at 651-461-9226. See how many folks we can help out, Andy, before you take your leave today. Uh, This uh, listener says we have a uh, walkout basement that got water damage on an outside wall, so the sheetrock and insulation was taken out. Would it be better to use spray foam instead of batting to re-insulate uh, this wall? Uh, for sure. You know, just uh, you're going to increase the R value by a substantial amount and you're going to be able to seal off in the wall any potential air leaks. And the nice part about the, the spray foam insulation, if uh, it does get wet again, you don't have to remove it to, to dry it out. You know, um, the water's not going to penetrate the actual foam itself. So you're getting some protection there as well. Uh, speaking of water, there's uh, this other text says uh, they have a wet basement on one corner where the downspout area of the house is with this uh, the last rain. Uh, they want to know what to do until the ground unfreezes. What would you suggest there? Um, if you can, uh, you know, get some drain tile type piping and connect it to the downspout and extend it farther out into the yard for the meantime so as it drains away if that if you really truly do believe it's the downspout that was causing the problem uh, there's this thing called a y elbow that uh, you can cut into the downspout and that has a little lever on it and it's going to divert the water one way or the other and then you can hook that pipe up and get it away from the house that way uh, but it can be a, a problem area. I would have to know exactly what's going on, but the, the the trick would be what do I have to do to get the water that's coming out of the downspout and draining back to the house farther away? Whatever you have to do to do that should solve the problem. And it's probably going to take some work, but it's going to be cheaper and less work than replacing a basement. I can tell you that much. Question about roofing material. Uh, what material does Lindis use, they ask, underneath new shingles? All GAF products. Um, we're going to be using a lot more ice and water shield than than ordinary roofers, nine feet wide, in, in the valley areas. And then we're going to go over the top of that with a synthetic underlayment that has not only breathing ability, but the ability to wick moisture out. So it gives you a good drainage plane. Should any condensation be coming up through the roof, it's going to get out, not be trapped between our underlayment and and the and the roof decking. And this is a big difference. Uh, anybody that's used felt paper before, Denny? Yeah. That stuff's installed with a hammer tacker. And one thing, and what a hammer tacker is, is it's a stapler that looks like a hammer, and as you hit it on onto the roof deck, uh, a staple comes out. Well, every time you do that, you're tearing any type of tar paper. 
And so that's a potential spot for a leak. So again, when we when we do things, we take a lot of extra steps than most ordinary contractors don't do because one of the things that, that I consider the most important part of my job is making sure whoever sits in my seat next isn't dealing with a bunch of poor installation or warranty claims from the 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 the, the projects that my brothers and I completed over the years. Because I can tell you what almost never getting a call from anything mom and dad dealt with 20, 30 years ago. So I'm just going to try to continue that. And, and it's not always the cheapest way to go forward, especially when it comes to home improvements. But again, durability and, and longevity are really the, the two big factors that I go into when I'm choosing what products I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let my customers install in their homes. And when you're putting on a 50-year roof, you're going to take every step possible to make sure that roof lasts all 50 years. It's really amazing. 50 years. Um, I want to see if how many folks we can help before you uh, uh, get out of here, Andy. Here's one. Good morning. Uh, my daughter, Texter says, just bought a home in Woodbury. She will be needing new siding. Can you do estimates now? Or should she wait until spring or when there is a lot less snow? Good question. No, you can definitely do estimates now. And the way our our 3D rendering works, uh, we'll be able to get enough pictures and we should be able to still create a, a 3D model of your home and let you look at uh, the colors and what your house could potentially be. But yeah, no, estimates right now is is always recommended on on anything. There isn't really much that we cannot estimate right now and I'm telling you, if you, you're going to beat the crowd, everyone waits until it starts raining or they, they finally get a walk around their house because we've, we've lasted throughout the Minnesota winter and now we're going to get to parts of our house we haven't seen since, since fall. And, and May and April, the, the home improvement line just goes bananas. We, we, have, we have more estimates and we know what to do with typically. So if you can get ahead of the crowds, you're going to be much better off and probably going to save yourself some bucks because most of the price increases on home improvements don't don't happen until that April May area. What I was just curious as far as what people are calling about getting jobs done. Uh, has this been a year of a lot of insulation calls or deck calls or siding? What 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 if if you have that kind of information? Uh yeah, for sure. Um, you know. Every one of our departments has has got more estimates so far this year than, than than at this point last year. There's been a big emphasis on windows and and insulation because of the the winter that we're having, but we're still dealing with a lot of storm damage issues from last year. People that are are waiting on adjusters yet or haven't made the claim from last May's uh, hailstorms. We have we have lots of roofing that we're still looking at, and I'm telling you. Um, if you have yet to go through that process, the faster you can start that, the better. And of course, my deck guys, not only are they, they're still working on designs from people they met with last fall, there's lots of uh, new people thinking that, hey, outdoor living, we need a better spot than we had last year. So those guys are getting busier and busier and busier. Um, having said that, almost you can get a free estimate within two weeks in almost every division right now. We have um, nights and weekends might be a, a little tougher to book, but some daytime appointments are, are still available. What about had that uh, you talk from time to time about a heat map analysis? Is that still available? 
Yeah, you know, that's all part of the, the insulation uh, estimates that we give. We're going to go through with the, not only our infrared imaging, there's going to be a half a dozen tools that we use to help diagnose what's going on in your home. For, for air movement, we have cameras that we can drop into walls and, and see what's going on. There's a lot of things that we can test. Your humidity levels, we're, we're going to know it all. By the time we leave your home, you're going to know exactly what's going on inside your house, what your R values are, and what the best way to fix it is. Uh, we just have <clears throat> excuse me, a couple of minutes to go on the show, Andy. I'm just trying to get in as much as many questions as we can. Uh, this one from a text says, insulation for a wall with possible future moisture problems. Might it be better to uh, be able to have removable insulation to allow the structure to dry out? Um, no. Would you rather find the source of the yeah, I'd rather find a way to make it not get water in there. And, and insulation doesn't dry out. Uh, not 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 to the way you want it to be, and it'll never get back to the way it was. And at least that's my experience. Um, so if you can find out where the moisture is coming from, take care of that problem and never worry about it again. One final question: Texter says, "If I build a pergola into my deck, do I need to get a permit if it does not touch the house?" Um, I do not think so. Um, if you're just putting a shade covering on your deck with a pergola and it's not connected to the house, you, you, I do not believe you need a permit. Having said that, it's not check that hard. Check with your city. Check, yeah, check with your city and your municipality. They, they, they're honest people, and um, I would, I would gladly go down there and, and talk to them. And who knows, they might have some pointers for you. Yeah. Well, we have to run, Andy. Always great to talk with you. Let's do this again uh, next week. 844-9-LINDIS if you want to get in touch with lindisconstruction.com. Andy, have a great week, will you? You as well, Denny. Thank you. Thanks very much. Eight above in the Twin Cities going to be near 28 today. Stay with us here on News Talk 830 WCCO.